That's I'll right. put OJ back oh. and grab the final member. <laughs> Goodbye, OJ Simpson. Also, just for the record, Thomas, you named the darkest dog we've seen so far, OJ Simpson. Okay, I just... don't think that it was about that at all. Yeah. He's actually very adorable, and I love yeah. him. It's Honestly, just he, he looks like a, a teddy bear. He has a past that he has reformed from. Yeah. Much like. So, to be clear, you think that OJ is, is all reformed and in the I clear. Think bygones can finally be bygones. <laughs> Welcome to Oops All Segments, the very best podcast hitting your eardrums at this very moment. I'm Kevin. I'm Thomas. Those glasses are too small for your head. And here <laughs> we are with special guest, Mark Legace. Welcome to the show, oh. Mark. Thanks for having me. This is a great time. Kevin's already creeping me out. This is amazing. So <laughs> These are, aren't these the best shades ever? The, the, the pupils on them, they're like the size of my eyeballs. The whole circular frame is like <laughs> maybe an inch in diameter. It's incredible. That, that, and that's how big your pupils are right now? Yeah, I am so high. <laughs> Just like, fuck, dude. Yeah, no. I feel like, a, I feel like, I'm like an evil professor sort of with these on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, like they totally have that vibe of just like if I just catch you at a glance, it's just your whole eye is just the black reflectiveness. <laughs> yeah. It's terrifying. It's really scary. Um <laughs> I just want to shout out Mark and I have known each other longer than I've known you, Kevin. Because Is this true? When what? yeah, because when we first started at U of M, uh intro to theater, we were in the same class and You'll probably remember the weird dog photo that we laughed at. Uh, all those <laughs> I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring that up. I, I think I got, had to leave the class because kept, like zooming in slowly on the face of the dog. I was trying to find it just not. now so I could screen share, but I can't. I couldn't find it. But but yeah, so Kevin, you sort of scooped me up. You sensed yeah. the friendship blooming and you said, I will take him into my clutches. And so from then on, we've sort of worked together. He's mine. Yeah, yes. I always thought that you and Kevin were like longtime friends when I because I like that's how I oh, thought I knew Kevin. That's was just because how lonely you guys were we friends. both were. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> Thomas and I were just in a vacuous point in both of our lives where we needed some idiots to come in and fuck it all up. So what do you uh, mean? Like, who? I mean, the, like the other you, person. Yes. Like you're okay. the idiot in that story for me and I'm the uh filling of the void uh in yours yeah we met doing departures and arrivals at yes. the black hole theater in our first year and that was pretty well, it was actually your first year. year it was my second year that's the thing it felt like it was your first year you were <laughs> what does that mean hour on that fucking stage it was <laughs> basketball is that what basketball. you're trying to tell me yeah basketball and went bad so although I met you very early in that year and we became yes. fast friends, Mark yes. was there first. Yeah. And so he's the yeah. only one who knows the real me, as they say. Yeah, you've changed a lot in that like two-week <laughs> time between the beginning of class and whenever you met Kevin. Changed a lot. It did. For the better though, right? Yeah. 
I mean, jury's still out, but <laughs> it is probably around now that would be maybe the anniversary of when we first met. Actually, probably, Thomas. yeah, because because like the school year would have started. That was a main stage. It was the first main stage of the year that like usually goes up in November. And so like the first read through, you weren't at. I remember you couldn't make it to the first read through for departures and arrivals. Yes. So I met you at our first rehearsal, and so at our first rehearsal. Um, or maybe I couldn't make it. One of us couldn't make the first read through, but at the first rehearsal, I met you and it would have been around now. So maybe, maybe it's our anniversary. Cool. Do you have that poster? Do you have like a poster from that show? I do actually. I can go get it. It's it's not, is it that important though? But please don't make it. It's in, Uh, it's in a place where people can actually see it. It doesn't matter at all. Mark, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty, pretty great. It's been, um, It's been a crazy couple of days. Uh, me and my wife are fostering some puppies currently. Holy they just crap. arrived yesterday, so, so our house cute. is just a, a mess. But and you're recently cute. married, right? Very recently married. That's also yeah. pretty new. Yeah. I was like, it's I feel been... like the last time well, when I saw you and sort of mentioned that you should come on the show. Yeah, uh, you. I well, it took you a while to get on the show because you were dragging that ball and chain behind you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, so how congratulations. I'm really Yeah, I mean, congratulations yeah. on, you know, whatever. Yeah, I think oh, I saw whatever, you at but... the um at your restaurant there, one of your yeah. restaurants and Dreamland uh, Diner. Wedding invite must have got lost in the mail as it were. <laughs> must yeah, have been just... lost in the mail. And you know, I I suggested a couple times I was like, "Where is the venue?" and you <laughs> wouldn't tell me for you some were reason. Keeping those details close to the chest, pal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh but it was yeah, it was a magical evening. Uh, best <laughs> oh, day of my it? life. Nice. Yeah, it was the best day of my life. Um that sounds right, all the right people were there. Oh. It was perfect. <laughs> all of them? Every single one of the right people? Damn. Yeah, the, the the guest list was just like, you know, we we had it we was, spent months on it and it came out yeah. perfectly, I think. So nobody, but it wasn't a small was, wedding, it was big. It was massive. Like, like, like our mailman was able to make it. It was it was awesome. Mailman? Yeah. Anyone yeah. who impacted yeah. your yeah. life he, in some way. Realistically, the, the mailman is there like daily, well, weekdays. Yeah. I call the mailman at the wedding the groom personally but uh, yeah the mailman at the wedding yeah the, ma- the yeah. mailman yeah yeah um, the mailman but no, but everything's been uh, pretty pretty fun so yeah how about uh what's what's new with you guys it's been a while i, I mean i've seen you kevin but not you thomas so yeah what's, what's no you can newer? i'm less important yeah yeah well i i i hopefully when this episode comes out i will have passed my counseling exam yes congratulations to me although i yes. don't know yet Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm living large, you know, we're in negotiations for Drunk Shakespeare United, the, the show that I perform in and, uh, the contract looks promising. I hope that we get what we're bargaining for. That would be very exciting. So that's kind of the big, the big thing I'm, the big question mark. I I wonder what deal we're going to get and if all these actors are going to help push our theater into greater heights. That would be nice. Yeah. That was, that's exciting. How long have you been out in Chicago for now? Like, I uh, feel like it's been five years. That's a long time. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Has it been five years? Yeah. Holy shit. And six yeah. since I left Canada because I went to LA in 2017. Right. Do you and feel well, like and more then you spent American? Like two years now? in England, too. Yeah. Um, Do you- I don't, I feel Canadian. I mean, I like elements of America. Obviously, America's bad, as is Canada in many ways. No offense. But both countries have problems. Uh, but I, I feel like I identify more with my Canadian identity. But as a city, Chicago is a very cool place, and I'm very fond of it. 
though I still feel kind of like an outsider in some sense. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I out of the places that I have been to in America, I feel like Chicago is the most like, oh, I could see myself living here. Um out of It's the out, Winnipeg of the South, right? That's what they call uh, that's it. What they, uh, that's, that's what, what they, they say. say. That's what they say, um, yeah. When they're being mean. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which is I, hurtful, sort of doubly, as it were. Yeah, Thomas. I think. Troubly, yeah, troubly. both places I live are bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I do kind of feel like I have a split identity, and I I spend as much time in Winnipeg as I can, mm. just in case any wedding invites float my way. I'm usually there. In this case, that wasn't to be, but um, no. in general, I'm around. So if, if you kind of know me from back in the day and you are getting hitched, hit me yeah. up. What, now, are you the type of wedding guest, though, that would, like, jump in to be the officiant if needed? Because I went to a wedding this summer where that had to happen, where the officiant had, like, COVID last minute, and they just oh, had to call like, another guest. Oh, my God. It was like, Could is you there do a doctor that? on the plane moment? Yeah. I, I don't know anything about officiating a wedding, but I think I could pull it off, yeah. I seen actually a movie have with a wedding officiated a wedding. Have you? Um, okay. I officiated my brother Ravi's wedding, the brother that I am in business with. I uh, I was the I was the officiant. I got my yeah. His, I, I got my. They called you Anthony Ordain. That's right. Chefing up them contracts, baby. Um. <laughs> that yeah. sucked. That's, like the, that the, tag sucked. <laughs> That, that added nothing. <laughs> I think it added. I mean, I no, like, it no. I mean, sucked. there was there was like a it, it made sense. It's just one of those ones where like, yeah, okay. You didn't yeah, have to it, say it. I couldn't like if it, if it made sense. It's probably at least I don't know if it sucked. Like it's at least it at sucked. average. Yeah, it's gonna sit. It like an okay sucked. I don't like say this culinary because the restaurant culinary references and then ordained because we're yeah it, like well, no, that it was makes, like but all those things are the good things that Thomas did with his his thing yeah. but what I said when I said chefing up them them contracts, uh, contracts. I believe it was yeah. oh yeah that that made no no yeah. that was oh. nothing that was unnecessary <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get a check in now <laughs> you will not be checked in with yeah it's no, time that was your segment. <laughs> yeah okay we'll just spin the wheel i guess yeah here um let's see what happens and it's the same segment as last episode the puzzler find a riddle online <laughs> participants must try to solve now normally when this happens i just pick a different segment but we yeah. had so much fun with the puzzler kevin yeah, maybe well, you could find some riddles yeah, for us me, since i found them last time here um here 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 um, we're trying talk to mark week by I week guess. to encroach on hey riddle riddles territory and and perhaps to invite them to have us on be on this show as a guest by doing yeah. this riddle riddle segment so yeah yeah um, okay um uh okay here we go um I are these supposed to be like funny riddles where there's like a joke? A lot of them will be, unfortunately, where they're like jokes. We're looking for real riddles, but yeah, it's tough. Okay, um, here we go. I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? Colorado. 
I want to say you like a map that, or something. You think there's no houses in Colorado and no trees? <laughs> fucked up. Let Mark answer. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say map. Uh, a map. Holy is that what shit! Getting at? Yeah, that is what they were getting at. Wow, it's the fucking See, right answer. What are you, uh, a fucking genius? I'm, that's why I was like, are we going for funny answers or I'm I'm because I'm I'm a competitive person when it comes to riddles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you really? Okay, 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 okay. On the logic Our last guest, Skylar, claimed to be the king of riddles. He said he was the best at riddles there could possibly be. And okay. we stumped him. We stumped him. So we'll see here. Um how can the number four be half of five? Four and a half. I don't know. I'm th- I'm, I'm, <laughs> I talk a big game and then I get stumped on the very next one. It's four and a half. This one is hard and kind of fucking stupid. Is so, it four and a half, yeah. like he's saying? No, it's not four and a half. Okay. 4.5. Yeah. Por- no. Final answer. No. So, no. Boulder. What? Boulder, Colorado, Colorado again? <laughs> no, Thomas. Okay. Why? I don't it's know. a number... This is a number one. How can four be half of five? Easy. Do you want me to tell you the answer? No, it's easy. And explain it right now. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um. There's four. Uh, seasons. <laughs> there's four <laughs> panels in the Windows logo, <laughs> and Windows five. Was probably one of them, and four was <laughs> half as fast. This is all making sense to me. No, what's the answer? I need the to... answer is um, IV, the Roman numeral for four, is half, two letters, of the word five. Oh, that's, yeah, oh. that is a horrible riddle. <laughs> Isn't that truly abhorrent? I think we Isn't should that... spin the wheel again only because we've encroached on... The exact same territory as last episode. <laughs> and I don't that like riddle, the That really kind of pissed me off, I gotta say. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, we're all in a bad mood, and Mark is so competitive, I'm scared of him. Okay. Look at him. He's fucking huge. Yeah, look at that guy. Uh, picky huge. picky. Participants discuss food they are picky about. Common prompts. Pickles. Tomato. Onion. Cilantro. I don't know. It's the only segment with common prompts. Yeah, like I don't know. Did your know mom write that one? Was. <laughs> what? Mm. Who wrote that one? Is that is it a guess? That's seven? you, pal. Oh, that was you, pal. <laughs> Maybe I'm helping us out. You're okay. Fucking dark John Lennon. You're like <laughs> the evil Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> the evil. There's already an evil Lennon. <laughs> He's not, not evil if you're a based communist like me. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, imagine all the people fighting even more than they already were. That's Kevin. killing the whole world. Um, what, what what is it that we're doing again? I forgot. We're talking about food that we're picky about. If Mark, you need a dear, reminder of what about... food is, hang on, hang on. If you need a reminder <laughs> what food is: pickles, I don't, tomato, don't need to... yeah. onion, cilantro. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I am. It's, it's good that they included some prompts because I forgot how picky I am about onions. In that, oh, oh are you? I do like some onions, but not all onions. And so I'm pretty like I'm picky. Okay. When do you like an onion versus when does it not belong? Yeah, I think it just needs to be cooked. Like I like a mm. sure. caramelized I'm on, onion. I'm on side like, with this chef kiss, but like a raw 
like mm. red onion is oh. like the bait of my existence. It just ruins, like, like, overpowers everything. Raw, so it's like I'm pretty picky when it comes salad? to onions. Actually, terrible, terrible. Kevin has used to hate onions. Would never get them on. I would, food. I would avoid them passionately. Well, you know what? I've actually found a little hack for like onions and salad because I don't really like raw onions and salad. I'm with you, Mark. But uh, uh, Kara, my partner, introduced me to this uh, concept where you sort of uh, where you fucking like, suck it up. It's a new concept she taught you where you just eat the food I made for you, dear. Yeah, yeah. I just sort of gulp it down no matter what. And uh, I say thank you, the thank you, honey. No, no, you soak it in vinegar, uh, you know, a little quick pickle. Um, oh, like yeah. Even for like 10, 15 minutes just while you're getting other stuff ready. And then it, it really rips out a lot of the harshness of that, uh, of that, of that, uh, of that onion and makes it a lot more palatable, I find. I, get, yeah. I, I feel like they're just so goddamn sharp with their fucking flavor. So I'm right there with you. I'm yeah. right there with you. I did one Gotta of those, um, which I'm not going to buzz market one of them, but those home delivery meal kits that are so popular. Sure, sure. I don't know if you guys have a sponsorship for one of those yet. I'm not going to no. leave the door open because it was I a have good used, thing. I have used one before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I used mean, Blue Apron. Yeah. I think, but, Thomas, yeah. I dropped one I of won't yourself say how inside I feel your lobby it. when I left. <laughs> Yeah. But um, one of the recipes, like you pick up little things from those sometimes where it's like one of them was like a quick, like you just on the stove with vinegar and, and it made the onions so much better. It's like, oh, that's yeah. the thing. You just need to do something to them. Like right out, like just they grow in the ground and then people just slice them and put them on like a burger yeah. or something like raw. Like that's, I don't know. So it's just got to like make them, it's make, they taste so much better when you, when yeah. you do stuff with them. But yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, no, onions true. I think are kind of, uh, this is not an interesting thought but onions are like the most versatile food basically you can they're like the basis of lots of cooking they absorb flavor they give flavor to yeah. other things yeah they're, for sure they're extremely powerful and i do like yeah. a raw onion on a chicago style hot dog or on a, a mcdonald's burger or a nice burger but uh i know what you mean about the strong red onion taste for me i'm picky about tomatoes i think yeah sliced you are tomatoes picky about tomatoes have no 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 <laughs> Do not need those on a sandwich. They they get really? too soggy. Is it a texture thing? Yeah. They get soggy. I don't love the flavor of a raw tomato, though sometimes the exception here is like a caprese where it's like a pesto and balsamic and, and just, cheese. And just to be clear, tomato. Thomas, they are unearthing an entire coliseum outside of your home right now, right? That's to be what is the that, noise is that it I'm hearing. Incredibly loud. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I, I don't it's fine. I just I, it doesn't matter that much. There's like a forklift driving down the street in slow, <laughs> slow motion. Uh, so if oh. you're hearing that listener, uh Good. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, anyway, carry on. I'm sorry. But yeah, um, sorry. The, at the Coliseum, they serve tomat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm picky about Brussels sprouts. So I'm right there kind of similarly with you guys are about these things. I feel about Brussels sprouts. I used to fucking hate Brussels sprouts when I was a kid. They were this, like... Isn't this a history thing where they, they started cultivating it differently so the way we remember them as kids they're less they're genuinely less bitter than they used to be as a crop. is that true yes. i think that's true yeah they've been like yeah making them taste better what and that's and also fucking I think crazy i think it's also the opposite situation with tomatoes where they like made them grow them to like be bigger and and like look better in the grocery market but the flavor is actually gone down so like mm. adding them to the sandwich you are adding more moisture than flavor with the tomato yeah you just get ketchup at that point but whoa I, I i i didn't know i didn't know any of this so here my theory was like i i don't think that my parents uh 
prepared vegetables in a way that I like. I think my parents were big on boiling vegetables and steaming vegetables. Insane. And in my opinion, that's the worst way to prepare vegetables. I think roasting most vegetables makes them like incredible. And Brussels sprouts, if you like chop them up relatively finely and you throw a little bit of oil in there and then you spice them up a little with whatever you need, they're incredible in the oven. But uh, they used to be like the example of a food that would make me gag in my head. Yeah. Like I was oh, like like that reaction would be like visceral. Um, so that's yeah, that's, Kim, that's yeah. Kim is pretty picky with food, and so yeah. I. But roasting is a good way to get her to kind of like. Like I can get her to like broccoli if I throw it in the oven and put some right. And if you sort of say like, stuff, "I fucking yeah. hate this broccoli. It's stupid, bushy ass head." And then she's like, "Yeah, roast that yeah. shit." Roast yeah, maybe it. I don't know. Like I think a lot of it for me came down to like in pop culture, kids programming Brussels sprouts, broccoli were always like the ew, ew vegetable. Yeah, and so yeah. I was like pre-programmed to hate them. Yeah, and then yeah. like you, like you were saying, Kevin, like my parents would always just like steam or just like boil vegetables. So it's for like sure. the worst way to prepare them. So it's yeah. like you get the just bland, rubbery kind of vegetable. But when you, yeah. act, like, I don't think I even had Brussels sprouts until I was an adult and I actually roasted mm-hmm. them and I was like, these were delicious. I don't mm-hmm. understand. I feel like growing up, at least in my household, it's like if you're turning on the oven, it's going to be like a special dinner. So like we're not going <laughs> to we're not going to like turn on the oven just to roast these vegetables. We can just like boil them or yeah. whatever. Like it's, it's like it is, as as like an adult who makes their own food, though, I would way fucking rather clean up a pan from like the roasting like from roasting than I would deal with like boiling water and steaming. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, isn't that crazy that that was is, like, oh, this is convenient and what we want. You have to plan ahead a little bit because when I'm hungry, I'm like, I got to eat soon and preheating yeah. the oven sometimes That's pushes me like i would flunk the marshmallow tests yeah i mean not to way. be entirely millennial about it but like here here is the air fryer right like you know yeah, um and herein lies the beauty that is the, air the fryer toaster oven. the toaster oven you know which is as i stayed with thomas i noted that thomas is not a pop-up oven kind of guy or toaster kind of guy he's a toaster oven motherfucker i got an oven yeah toaster he's got an oven, oven. I don't. I don't trust toaster ovens. You don't trust the toaster oven. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. There's just something untrustworthy about a toaster oven. <laughs> sure. You watched the Brave Little Toaster and you thought only these kind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. None of these toaster ovens going. Around like it doesn't. Here. Like I mean, how does it? How is it called? A, it, I always thought that toasters had to pop. I think like I don't mm-hmm. know if that like toasting is like the the main function of a toaster but, but yeah. call yourself a toaster is, you have to pop it's just like yeah. the the tray down i don't trust it things have burnt in toaster ovens that have yeah. would never burn in a toaster so it's like i think they're gonna it's less back. good at the it's thing true. a toaster does yeah but it is more versatile it can do yeah. other stuff you can make a quick grilled cheese in there you can throw in some like fries to reheat them and it mm. does it pretty well but air There's, frying is like yeah but then you got to get a whole air fryer yeah, I'd rather. I'm, I'm, do you not have an air, air fryer, fryer, Thomas? I do not have an air fryer. Oh, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Are you mad that you don't it's have an air fryer? time for a break. I what? have a stove like a peasant, and I use gas to heat my food. But you two have harnessed the air like Aang in Avatar. <laughs> to that I say adieu. I do say adieu. <laughs> <laughs> do you smell that it's bullshit alert the podcast where we lie cheat steal and sometimes yes sometimes it's the truth think you can sniff it out 
Join Stephen Carter, Danny Marshall, and Lily Moss each week where we invite new guests, new stories, and of course, new bullshit. Find Bullshit Alert on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. We're back. (laughs) Mark, do you have a segment for us? Oh, I do. Okay, this one's going to take a little bit of prep, and it's going to be all on you guys. Title for the segment. Oh, title for the segment. Oh, I got to come up with one. I mean, like, puppy boy band is basically (laughs) the concept, right? It's, without context, without knowing that you told us what it might be in advance, saying puppy boy band on its own is very funny. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's a great title. Yeah. So like I mentioned kind of off the top, we are just recently fostering some puppies and they're adorable. Mm. And I know mm-hmm. this is a podcast. So if you're listening, I apologize. But it's going to be basically up to Kevin and Thomas to describe the puppies, give them a personality and kind of pigeonhole them into like one of four slots in a boy band lineup of like yeah. you know and to bad be clear boy, those slots the, the are okay, bad boy yeah yeah or we can also let's let's leave drop. the slots a little open yeah totally it's we'll up to you guys to figure this out because you're gonna see yeah. them so i'm gonna put my headphones down and okay. i'll be back in like a Great. minute with the puppy we yeah, will fill time we'll talk yeah. a little bit about our boy band experiences yeah uh, uh, I went to see NSYNC in concert once when I was wow. a kid. Yeah, they came to Winnipeg once, and they came on, like, you know how Winnipeg will have some of those, like, fucking ridiculously hot days that make no sense, where it's, like, yeah. plus 38 degrees Celsius. Um And it's, like, fucking ridiculous. So this was back in, like, the 90s. Oh, oh. our first dog is here. I'll tell you the story after. Oh, oh my God. These are the cutest oh. things I've ever oh, seen. Yeah. Okay, so this little <laughs> this is white puppy fluffy. number one. Puppy number one, little white fluffy. Just by default, he's so cute that I feel like without the other ones to compare, this one is like heartthrob, right? The sensitive one, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the sensitive one. He's got one. So he's got like one little big brown patch above his eyes, mostly white. And then there's like he's got his ears are brown, um, a little brown patch on his back. A little curly tail. A little curly tail. Oh, you have to watch the video just for this is going to be our most popular reel by far, just because (laughs) you get to see a bunch of puppies. Oh man! Oh man! Sensitive one. Do we have a name for this first member? Um, uh, We're just assuming uh, they're all boy. We're just assuming they're all gender. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, um, How about um, Gaspard? Can you say that again? <laughs> it doesn't have you to. We take a to fucking word that. that we know, dude. What was that shit? Gas How's that going to play with the, the, the girls in the, the crowd that are screaming with these I don't know. puppy boy band you, name? You don't want them to yell Gaspard out, I guess. No, we don't. Okay. I think uh, his name is um, Cy. Oh, I like that. Cy the sensitive one, yeah. Cy? It's short for Cyclops because he has the one spot over his eye. Okay. That's sweet. Okay, I'll be back with number two. I like that. There goes Cy. Really good dog. Gaspard, though? What was that? That, um, 
So anyway, I went to go see NSYNC on a sweltering hot day. My mother took me. She got tickets. She she really tried her hardest. It was so such a difficult day. We go into the Burton Cummings Theater at the point. At that point, I think it was the Walker Theater. I can't remember. But anyway, she gets me a shirt, an NSYNC shirt. We get up to the get up. At, our seats are in the back in the up area. We go up there. It's so hot. It's so so hot. Oh, here comes another dog. Oh my Ooh. god. Ah! <laughs> Little oh, dog so here. I will say it's good that they all have their own different personalities and looks here because they're yeah, the same. They really look like, distinct. This one has yeah. a white stripe down the center. Yeah, of it's his kind of face. got like a Spartan helmet of white on its yeah. little it's tip like on his tail. Little, little white tip oh, on the tail. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what the fuck? Whoa, what the hell? The <laughs> like a light bubble picked just... up an auto thumbs up reaction from off the your, dog, off like the to dog's show us ass. what it was thinking. Yeah, which was super weird. Um, Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. So this dog is beautiful. Um, uh, I, I think this one is probably the bad boy. Maybe right? Yeah. I feel boy. a little like he might be the bassist. I will say that's like, very oh, okay. astute because this guy is the bad boy. He's just okay. learned to like pull it like pant legs and always starts <laughs> okay. fights and stuff. So he is the bad boy of the group. Yeah, and like <laughs> good. I mean, the bad boy in Backstreet Boys was AJ, right? Um, who was the bad boy in NSYNC? I don't remember. Um, but but I I can't be bothered yeah. to remember this. What do you want to name this one? Uh, well, you had a pretty good name last time. You so, want to call this uh, one Gaspard? No, I just thought you could come up with a different name that was in that vein. Okay, for the I bad got it. Boy. I got it. Deej. Deej. That's a good okay. one. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll be back with number short. Three. For Nobody degenerate. knows what it's short for. Short degenerate. for degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, um, I didn't yeah. end up getting to see NSYNC because it was so hot that I begged my mom to leave because I was uncomfortable. My mother, oh. who like definitely was not as huge of an NSYNC fan as I was, went through all of this effort to go take me to the concert and like fought through like this incredible crowd of, you know, screaming teenagers to get, and, and we didn't even get so to see them live. Yeah. But I, I had that shirt and used it as a pajama shirt for years. Oh, Ooh, a darker one fella. too. Yeah. Oh, he's got a bit of like wolf look to him. Yeah. He's, oh man. He's a little like light brown mixed with dark brown. Oh, yeah. What that might be heartthrob, right? Face. Yeah, the mysterious heartthrob. Oh yeah, mysterious yeah, heartthrob. He's like the one with the dark past. Like yeah. He maybe he has a record, but yeah. now he's changed. Yeah. He's 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 on to something. And his new. name is yeah. What's his name? O.J. Simpson. What? You want to call him O.J. Simpson? O.J. for short. So we've got Cy Deej and O.J. so far? Short for O.J. Simpson. So the group is Cyclops, Degenerate, and O.J. Simpson so far. (laughs) All right. I'll put O.J. back and grab the final member. (laughs) Goodbye, O.J. Simpson. Also, just for the record, Thomas, you named the darkest dog we've seen so far O.J. Simpson. I don't think that it was about that at all. He's actually very adorable and i love yeah, him it's honestly just he, he looks like a, a teddy bear he has a past that he has reformed from yeah much so like to be clear you think that oj is <laughs> is all reformed and in i the think clear. bygones can finally be bygones. <laughs> <laughs> you're clearing oj's name if you'll allow it yeah so kevin um, as you left the nsync concert what did they say Bye, bye, bye. 
Nice. <laughs> I, te- I, I, tempt- I was tempted to intentionally fuck it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then I As thought opposed you to unintentionally. It. Ooh. Okay. Little, okay. This one is, dog. is sort of all white. Looks yeah. the most terrified to be here. Yeah. Um, very, very like, like dark eyes like that are popping. Uh, I feel like white fur. this one is like the prodigy. Like the rest of them are 17, okay. 18. This, this band member is the member's like, like 12. Oh, oh, you just mean like prodigy, like young. Oh, I They're like, like young, the but they've got a voice. Okay. And so it's like, okay. okay Michael Jackson of the Jackson 5. Yeah, yeah, we've got a 12-year-old front runner. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as Kevin said, it's named Michael Jackson. What? So the group, is, and I guess we're going with MJ, so we've got... Cy, Deej, OJ, OJ and, and MJ. <laughs> a lot of J's in these. And names. what are we gonna what are we gonna call this puppy puppy foursome? Um that's great. Let's let's Mark, I'm curious. You yeah. you've let us talk, you've demonstrated. Yeah, you've been doing a lot of the heavy puppies. lifting literally. Uh, literally. Do, yeah. you, do you have a sense of of what this group might be called if they were all together as a band? Oh man. I mean like when they're all together as a, a band, it's like a puppy riot, basically. But mm. they just run around instead of pussy riot. They're puppy riot. <laughs> <laughs> they also get arrested in Europe for yeah. protesting. Yeah. Um, I love that puppy riot. Puppy riot. We've puppy got riot. Cy, Deej, OJ, and MJ, and Mark. <laughs> in honor of you sharing these glorious dogs with us, I have something. That I have found for you. Oh my god, oh. no. Uh, oh, which yes. is the dog that we all remember. Um, let me just I haven't open seen this picture up. in a minute. Oh I remember I, you had a is, mask of this. Yes, and you might you had, be... Wait, you had a mask of this made? You might you be made? excited to find out that is the photo I found. Uh, <laughs> here's the... <laughs> the fact <laughs> that it has like a white stroked outline... <laughs> Stop you can see his like pink little stoned eyes and that little smirk on his face um that would yes, be the band's this... album cover oh, that's yeah. their album cover yeah just that photo yeah with an explicit content sticker on the bottom lest we forget that is the uh, that's thing beautiful ever. um i love that mark uh, if you want to, I don't know if you want to hold the puppy for the rest of the episode or not. You can. I can. This one's um, like kind of my favorite. <laughs> so okay, great. The best for that's good. You of course, Michael Jackson would be. Um, I want to know if you recall the King of Pup. Can we say that? Yet? No, yeah, that's very good. That's, that's very good. Um, I want to know if you remember something because uh, uh, a long time ago, you, myself, Thomas, and a couple of other friends uh, performed in an improv show. And uh, in that improv show, we called ourselves Sassless Chaps. Um, and uh, we were doing a show. We did a game called uh, Late for Work. And during that game, uh, Scott Redfern, who was on the show, uh, who was who was uh, in in the group at the time, had to guess the name. Uh, so so for those the uninitiated listening, uh, Late for Work is an improv game where one of the improvisers leaves the theater, uh, and then the other improvisers work with the audience to get a couple of suggestions that that person has to try and guess when they come back in, while the other improvisers sort of mime or say one liners to help them 
try and figure out what the clues are. And the audience sort of says they kind of show off uh, whether or not they're getting closer with their applause. Um, and so we had a few things. It was like they were late for work for one one reason. We can't remember what that is. Um, uh, what they're going to do to make it up to their boss. Couldn't remember what that is. But who they were with, the answer was Rosie O'Donnell. And Scott Redfern was, came in and we were trying so hard to get him to guess Rosie O'Donnell. Do you recall this? Did, this is like a core improv memory for yeah, me. Yeah, I, I think do, about this yeah. once a week. I yeah. do remember. Maybe I've blocked. I remember. Yeah, Sassy's your blank stare explains why you like, don't do improv with us anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but, what did I'm we kidding. do? What did we? How did we try to? Because that is well, hard. At, at Dude, first, there was like. <laughs> so late for work at first is nonverbal. It's just it's people doing be physical stuff. Yeah. But yeah. the boss can start to give verbal clues if they really can't get it, and we did. Yes. And we kept giving clues and he couldn't get it. And we literally got to the point. At one point, I, it's like some people are walking up and saying, hey, O'Donnell, your cheeks are very rosy today. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I do remember. Yeah. yeah I remember. So you like, are one rosy, rosy O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, just. I'm walking away. And couldn't. Scott would just, like, he's just standing yeah, there. Like, he, I, don't I do know, remember man. now, like, him just being so flummoxed, like, had yeah. no idea, like, who <laughs> yeah. this person was, even. Do you anyway. guys have a moment from improv, like, I certainly remember a moment where I just couldn't fucking guess the thing and everyone was mad at me. Uh, do you have one? Um, yeah. Do you have one, Mark? I'm trying to think. Like, again, I think I try to, like, move past any of those yeah. moments. Uh, oh, like, you, you kind of just let go and, like, forgive yourself. Yeah, oh, so I when you have, like, that. a shortcoming or a failing, you just... <laughs> For me, try it not to stays yeah, just forever. Like, yeah. So this happens to me. I mean, I do a lot of short form. Recently, Alan Thicke really got me. I, I I know he's Canadian. Do you guys know who that is? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm only familiar with Robin Thicke. Yeah, me too. So I think he's Robin Thicke's dad or something. Wait, But like he was the on singer? the show Growing Pains. It's like an 80s what? sitcom. I was kidding. Uh, I, I didn't realize they were related. Yeah. No, I was just are. making a name joke. Oh. And so this was at a rehearsal I was at, and it was Alan Thicke, and they were like, he'll know it. He's Canadian, and I don't. And then oh. I got to, like, Robin Thicke, and I also got to Tim Allen. And I just, it was a name that, like, I yeah. don't know. Like, those two sounds together aren't a name to me. So yeah. I was like, I don't know. It's yeah. something. And that was frustrating. But the worst one yeah. was the, the TV show The Resident. I was stuck trying to guess The Resident so long mm. that the people mm. on stage got very mad at me. Which I, that one too, I'm like, at least I, that's something nobody has heard of. It's not like a super yeah. famous. When you um, asked the question, the first one that came to mind was a show that uh, you and I actually saw this summer. Um, uh, and an improviser that, um, that I know had to do this and guess something at press conference. And the thing that they were asked to guess was that they were masturbating in their mother's bedroom. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Which watching people try to give people puns to try and guess yeah. their way to this was maybe <laughs> the most insane thing I've ever seen in a room of improvisers. It was nuts. It was unhinged. Um, absolutely disgusting um I, I do miss doing improv it's been so long like I think that's the memory that made you think that you want to come back yeah oh uh, yeah that yeah that sort or of you like you can do scenes about jacking off like well the, just the complete absurdity of it and then like yeah. oh yeah trying to imagine how i would like yeah figure Dude, out you still do you still perform on stage ever mark yeah this is as close as i've come to a stage i think is in a podcast mic but um I don't know, like, there used to be, like, open, like, not, 
like just jams. not open mics for improv, like but sort of just kind of like yeah, drop drop-ins ins and classes so now and stuff before like but there COVID, is but. Uh, take a look at Stephen Sims classes and workshops. Yeah, um, and there's. Yeah, they're awesome and uh and uh and and they're really helping grow the community here in Winnipeg. This is like yeah. a weirdly personal plug in conversation but like do do that. And yeah. if you're interested locally in improv check out Steven Sims classes. What Winnipeg improv, improv. fest is coming up to are there workshops people can There do? are some workshops. There I know one too, of them yeah. sold out. I know Kevin McDonald sold out right away. Um, no doubt, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I uh, there are other ones too. Because um, I think did, were we a part of like a troupe for the Improv Fest at one point? I think I know I was. Maybe I think maybe. you maybe did the U of M, U of M thing yeah. for a bit. Yeah. yeah, for there one show, a, anyways. Yeah, I think that does. Or or it was like yeah, we uh, we did because I remember I, that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that being like probably like the highlight and maybe one of the last times I did improv. Or I was just like, ah, it's not going to get better than doing like a gala <laughs> thing. Like, where, where yeah. else do you go from that? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Fun. The answer is and it, uh, it didn't. For yeah, yeah, us. yeah. It didn't get better Here. than that. It got no, you know, much, truthfully much though, Thomas and I did just get to see Ben Schwartz and friends. Uh, oh yeah, at, this was uh, crazy. In the Chicago theater, uh, which is a incredible incredible venue gorgeous theater there's like fucking amazing paintings of fucking greek gods in the ceilings it's a humongous theater like sold out show 3600 people 3600 yeah. people it's the to biggest see improv audience for improvisers sure. you walk in this audience packed four chairs on the stage just nuts it's like amazing. and yeah. and they and the show was loose and silly and um, so familiar in yeah, so many most ways. Most of the show is about going back in time to fuck yourself, or yeah. <laughs> about like going to confessional and kissing the priest. Yeah, like, like it was just was... so, so like dumb in that improv dumb way, you know. And it felt so like all of these people are still here for it, and there's like almost four thousand of them all watching it, which is, I guess, maybe where you can go from. There. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's like the bigger city, like in Winnipeg. We have the festival, which is great, but like in, I guess in Chicago, things like that happen on a more regular basis, like shows like that. Or well, well there's like improv theaters. In yeah, there's Chicago. a lot of improv happening all the time here. Yeah, and sometimes it sells out. A lot of it doesn't sell that well. Mm-hmm. Even in Chicago, though, a show on that scale that is improv is very rare. Like that is mm-hmm. yeah. different, and I'm I'm still curious, like how exactly they built that audience for improv in that way because it's yeah. pretty unique. I do um, think like for just to finish this off is a very real topic, but um, yeah. uh, we are, I am like working with Steve and with Katie Curtis to actively try to like grow the improv community and performance space in the city with like a ex like with like a stated goal. So we are working actually pretty hard in the current moments to try and um, get things sorted out that way. So hopefully yeah. there will be like a actual home for improv soon. We're really trying to make that the gas station right now. Um, and, uh, kind of work things out from there. You know, the gas bard station, as I like yeah. to call it. There's um, not to get too much inside baseball for Winnipeg, but like in Winnipeg, there is like a lot of spots for stand up comedy, like popping up around. Yeah. There's and a fair like, amount of open mics and stuff. Um, basement yeah. is kind of in my neck of the woods here too. And I think you guys have done improv shows. Club there Sotus, too. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we yeah. booked the basement before it's been a fun venue for us. It just can be a little out of the way. I mean, that's the, it's yeah. the Winnipeg thing though, right? The fucking city's like, boom, yeah. there's not, it, there's no central area to really be for everybody. So you kind of yeah. have to like carve out a home wherever you can and then True. just grow yeah. from there. And it's kind tough. of build your audience of people that yeah. want to come check it out every, on a regular yeah. basis. Yeah. Yeah. 
this yeah. week. So it's it's cool. Um, let's Thomas. Should we spin the wheel one more time? I think we should do one yeah. more segi. Yeah, one more quick to segi close in it here. Out. Yeah. Let us with MJ guess. Yeah. Shout out to MJ. Does MJ have a real name? Clove Mommy right now. Mia. Clove. 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 Yeah, I like it. What'd you say, Thomas? Mommy Mia. What? Participants must find and discuss a creepy pasta. Oh. Uh, Mark, you seem like a Reddit guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you, what do you have the any? Fuck? <laughs> it was a, it, if you hadn't like apologetically I laughed know, it through just, it. As I was saying <laughs> it, I didn't mean it insulting, but I knew how it would come across. Um, and yet, Get completely accurate. On. Yes. Get like, shit saying, like, on. Get shit on your ass. Your ass. Get sh- shut the fuck up. One v one, you pussy. Anyway, please stop. How how do you how did you get away with having a soundboard, Kevin? When was that decision made? And I guess Thomas was not informed at all. The, the most beautiful thing about being a producer is that nobody can tell you no. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Because you so just yell, you just shut them down. Pastas are like twenty or more minutes long. Of whoa, yeah. whoa. That I'm can't trying be. to find a short. This one is only ten minutes, but that's Jesus. still pretty long. That's far too long. Hold on, let's look up. We could do the two sentence horror. That's another Reddit thing, but that is different. Maybe if we search for just short creepy pasta. Yeah. Um, Eight short creepy pasta stories. Okay, here we go. I've I've got one. Do okay. you want to hear darkness in the rearview mirror? Instant messaging. Roommate troubles or kids in the dark? Roommate troubles jumps out to okay, me. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Um, here I'll get you some creepy ambience here. Hold on. Thank you, Kevin. Please. Play yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, give me one second here. Um, this actually happened to me a few years back at the University of the Arts in Philadelphia. My sophomore year, I roomed with a girl named Kara. She was a jazz vocalist. Let's stop here. Kevin, is this about your girlfriend? Uh, no. I didn't write okay. this. I, I swear. can barely hear you because of the sound. It's okay. Uh, I said no, I didn't a, write this, I swear. She was a jazz vocalist, but her main interest was opera. We had a small room on the sixth floor of a dormitory called Juniper Hall. The walls were thin, and her last night singing, when voices practiced, her late night singing, they mean, and voice practices would keep me up late. After a month or so of lost sleep, I convinced her to move her late night practices to the music studios in the Miriam Theater building a block away. Around 8 one evening, Kara announced that she would be practicing late for an upcoming recital and probably wouldn't be home until around midnight. Great, I thought, that means I can go to bed early. I was beat. I had a horrible day in acting studio and was ready to pass out as soon as I had dinner. She said goodnight and left, coffee and sheet music in hand. I made some grilled cheese and soup, gobbled it down, and immediately began to prepare for bed. That's a weird thing to eat right before bed, but okay. By the time I got out of the shower, my eyelids were so heavy I could hardly brush my teeth. I pulled on my PJs and crawled into the top bunk of our bunk bed. I was out as soon as my head hit the pillow. I should take a second to describe the layout of our apartment. When entering the apartment, the bedroom was through a door immediately to the left. Our bathroom was inside the bedroom just past the bunk beds. UArts is nice in the sense that you don't have to share bathrooms. Anyway, 
I woke up to the sound of my apartment door closing. I opened my eyes and groggily checked my phone. Midnight on the dot. I rolled back over and closed my eyes. I heard Kara enter the room and stop in front of the bunk bed, checking to see if I'm actually asleep, I thought. She flopped down on the bed below me, which was strange, as she was a stickler for brushing her teeth and washing up before bed. Then again, exams were just around the corner and we were all exhausted. The mattress below me creaked, and then was silent. I couldn't even hear her breathing. I started to drift off again. I was just on the edge of deep sleep when I was startled awake again by a noise. A key in the lock. The door opening. And Kara entering our apartment humming an opera tune. The mattress below me creaked. The end. I think MJ's scared. Uh, that was... I don't know. Oh, it's by Jesse Cosgrove. Shout out to Jesse Cosgrove. Jesse Cosgrove? Does it have, like, an address or something for Jesse Cosgrove? Why? Do you want to find... I just... If Kara's spending the night in, um... If she's oh, you're worried about Kara. <laughs> you think that room is Kara uh, an opera singer? Uh, she's she has trained vocally at some. Can you point turn off the the creepy sound. It's impossible to hear you. I'm saying she <laughs> she's vocally trained at some point. I mean, she was Maria in West Side Story. It just it. If she's if this, what did you say their name was? Beauregard Dickface or something? What was it? <laughs> So far away from what it was. <laughs> Tell me what it was then. Jesse Cosgrove. Jesse Cosgrove? I got a cause to put Jesse in the grave. <laughs> because you think the person that wrote it killed Kara. <laughs> <laughs> what did they do to my girlfriend? <laughs> it, there's a creepy third person in the story. I don't think you like followed it very well. <laughs> I was too busy thinking about just... the furniture layout. <laughs> <laughs> I hate in a fucking story when they're like, by the way, I feel the need to explain the layout of my room. Yeah, you did, like, by the way. Yeah, it, I didn't, A, I didn't not important. any of that, and I still understood what was happening. <laughs> a, not important. B, now I think it's important, and I'm focusing on it. But also, and, yeah. and I'm sorry, if, did you like it, Mark? What did you think? I think, yeah, it's kind of getting a bit too rambly. There wasn't really the payoff in the end. Yeah, but, um, it fizzled and diddled, right? Yeah, me, and like the, this the is... I mean, I know you threw in the aside about it, but like, yeah, the whole description of like the bedtime meal, you're not going to bed after eating all that. Like, yeah. Let's be a real big here. hot bowl of soup is and it, then immediately Is it perhaps down? that like eating all this huge meal is what's causing <laughs> yeah, these like... Yeah. What? The noises the were bed, her the farting through the grilled cheese. You farting so yeah. You ripping hard. ass <laughs> while you fucking slept. But okay. This <laughs> is my thought. This my is why I... And they, these are all rated on the creepypasta. And this what's the from, rating on this one? This is from... Tw- May 15th, 2016. Let me just look up the day Trump was inaugurated. Yeah, I was going to say that is, I mean, Trump would have been inaugurated, I think, in February. Doesn't that happen in February? January 20th, 2017. So this was still a few months before that happened. Yeah, maybe even Um, while he's like announcing his candidacy. Is that what would have happened? Well, he's starting to really take ascendancy and we're still like, I doubt he'll win, but he's clearly the front runner for the Republicans. And that's maybe maybe in a way what uh, they're describing happening. Maybe Kara for them is sort of a stand-in for the American people. Right. Um, and, well, yeah. our House of Representatives yeah. has yes, an intruder yeah. who yeah. is taking the bed, <laughs> and yeah. it's creaking it's because creaking. 
uh, he's creepy. But yes. so this is rated on the creepypasta site seven out of ten from two point one two thousand votes. That's a pretty high rating. Now this is my critique from a style perspective. Yeah, it is written with a level of unnecessary detail to make yes. it sound true. Yes, but yeah. If you were writing a true story, you wouldn't end it on a cliffhanger unless there was some narrative reason that you, like, were unable to finish the story. story. But you're not typing, like, the mattress below me is creaking right now. You're saying it like it happened in the past. So what the fuck happened? Yeah. And then the person just, like, sits, that closes their book and looks at you and says, I'm a magician, never reveals his You know, okay, you know what my favorite copy pasta is? Do you want to know what it is? Yes. I don't yeah, know if it's like, it. it's, I don't think it's like, it was pre-Reddit. I think it's like very early internet 4-10. days from my understanding, but <laughs> it's called like Ted the Caver creepy pasta. Yes, I read that. I that is like that one. a very Ted the interesting Caver? one. It's like, it's done as like a geo sites, like site or whatever like that. And it's very many pages to it. It's very long to read through. So when you started mentioning that, I was like, I want to bring it up, but I don't want to go through it all because it's, it takes like an hour, but like, it's very detailed. Like when uh, Thomas was talking about like the detail, making it believable. This one has so much detail in it. And it's about this guy just exploring this weird cave and finding weird chambers underground. And the way he describes like hearing things in the darkness, but it's just so well done that. Mm. And it ends on a cliffhanger note of like, not kind of knowing what ever getting resolved from it, but you're just like, what happened to this guy? <laughs> yeah. No, that's exactly, that's like the, the ultimate example of like, it feels real. It feels like someone's weird little online journal and then something terrible happened and you're just like, oh, and then it just stops okay. and you're like, wait a minute. Why? <laughs> like, why did you stop doing the logs? I think the, lo- the last one, of the last ones like keep going in there, just one last check to see what's happening. And then there's yeah. nothing. And you're like, and oh, that works, yeah. right? That's yeah. it doing it properly. Yeah. 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 Shout out to, what was it called? Ted the Ted Caver. Ted the Caver. Ted the Caver. There's photos too. I think the photos add because they're really grainy, like taking with like a disposable camera style. Like you're like, you can kind of make out shapes and rocks. Do you guys but you're think just like, that Ted, do awful. you guys think maybe Kara's going over to Ted's place too? Or I think it's almost a guarantee. And I'm sorry. Yeah. And there is actually, I maybe we can close with this. We should wrap up, but. Kevin, I believe I tried to tell this story to you, the Ted the Caver story from memory on a camping trip with like, this was like early college. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember because it was so creepy and I was trying to tell it like accurately. But in order to describe what he does. And we've only been camping together, I think like maybe once, right? But in order to describe what he does, I had to keep saying the phrase, he squeezes into these like small crevices basically in the cave and everyone at the campsite just couldn't stop laughing at me every time I said that. And I was trying to do a really good job of like summarizing the story and creeping everyone out like great horror ghost story. And you guys just laughed at me the whole time. And it was I'm so sorry. So funny. Oh, I'm not a good guy. Am I? (laughs) And that's our show, folks. Uh, Mark, is there anything you would like to plug? Did we finally get a breakthrough with Kevin this episode? (laughs) You learned something for the first time. Um, Mark, Mark, is is there there anything you have a podcast? Do you want to plug that or anything else? 
Um, no, no podcast at the moment. I okay. had a podcast. <laughs> Do your research, Thomas. No, I'm yeah, like, you could um, plug the past episodes and people I could. Find I, if the, you can find them online, I did have a podcast called Wreck by Tech many years ago. Um, I will plug uh my wife's knitted assortment. She makes hats oh, yeah. and stuff. You can yeah. find her Those look on great. Instagram at Yarn Goddess. If you just Google that, it'll pop up. Okay, Very cool. And I'll also shout out cupcakes pommy rescue who are where I, we got these little puppies from they're a, oh. a local rescue group in winnipeg here and uh they rescue little dogs like this one this one's like a pomeranian shih tzu mix which it's is beautiful. about the cutest mix you can get i think so i think so yeah. that is so they cute. also are always looking for donations so if any of the listeners ever want to like help a puppy rescue that um, you know, oh. rescues puppy boy bands in their spare time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, come check, if you want to save puppy up. riot, cupcake you know. puppy palm rescue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's that's all I got. Mark, Mark plugs. Do you have the um Apple Podcast app on your phone? Do you have an iPhone? Or you? No, are you I don't. An have Android an one. I'm an okay. Android boy. Okay, okay, that's good. That's I'm good. Spotify. Well, maybe, maybe just if you if you if you ever get the chance to find someone with a fucking iPhone, snatch it. From them <laughs> <laughs> and punch in oops all segments into their Apple Podcast app. Hit the five stars on the review <laughs> review function and not hand three. it back to them and say, "Not three. What the <laughs> fuck? Why the hell would I tell you to go snatch a fucking old lady's phone who's trying to cross the street?" And and then you're gonna I'm gonna give us three stars We're for that. You're endangering. This woman's life, you know, you're going to take her cane away from her. You're going to shove her over. You're going to okay. take her phone out of yeah, her pocket. Yeah, rate us five stars. Yeah. Settle and down, Kevin. And, 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 and it's just going to be better for us, okay? Listen to what we do in the basement. It's our D&D show. It's great. Luke would have just done a Halloween episode, which probably maybe you're sick of Halloween. This is coming out in November. Maybe you're not. Get your fucking shit together and listen to what we do in the basement. Um Check out Club Soda Improv. We've got shows all the time. Come see me. Say what's up. I might be fucking nice to you if you're nice to me. Uh, don't take my phone. Don't push me over in the street. If you see Thomas in Chicago, fight him immediately on Stop site. This. And follow Drunk Shakespeare United on, on, site. on Instagram. We it's are on in site. If they see uh, you, Mark, aim my for oldest him. friend, thank you for coming on. Uh, Kevin, I, please stop. I can see it now. Thomas gasping for air. His mind shutting down slowly as his lungs fill with milky cream. Who's cream? Who's to say? But it is cream. This and is it is worse than milky. the creepy pasta. <laughs> it's it's so that? vague. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Kevin produced a song to bully me. <laughs> <laughs>